Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection podcast. Today is a Q&A episode and I have three questions uh, from Instagram that I want to go over. But first, before I do that, I just want to go over a few ways you can help support the podcast. So first, if you found this podcast to be helpful uh, at any point in your journey or now, uh, if you could leave a rating and review and that will help more people uh, come across this podcast. So appreciate that and appreciate everybody that does take the time to listen to this podcast. Next, you can follow me on Instagram, Jeff. H-O-E-H-N underscore. Um, and that's where I'm most active on social and probably the easiest to reach out to me if you have any questions or anything like that. <clears throat> Next, I have my one-on-one online coaching service. Uh, and with that, I hope you lose body fat and build muscle with my strategic dieting and training methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to indiv- individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. And I also find that there's also at least, you know, one to two bottlenecks that we figure out like outside of training and nutrition program that are keeping you from seeing results. And these are usually kind of blind spots for people that they don't realize. So uh, if you're interested, you can follow the link in the show notes, or you can reach out to me as well on Instagram or wherever uh, on Instagram would be best uh, if you have any questions on this and we can uh, set something up. So with that out of the way, let's dive into the questions for today. So first question I have is... When is the right time for mini cutting uh, when bulking? So again, real quick, just to kind of go over what a mini cut is. So mini cut is a short-term cut uh, where you see a pretty good amount of, uh, we drop a good amount of your uh, calories, right? So it's a pretty large calorie deficit, but it's short-term and it's typically done I shouldn't say typically, it is done in the middle of a building phase, okay? Um, so the goal of it is to, you know, really when you're when you're building for a certain period of time, like for one, you're going to put on a little bit of body fat, right? Uh, so it's there to kind of shed off some body fat so you can keep gaining um, over time. Two, hunger, right? So hunger as you, you know, if you're consistently in a calorie surplus, especially one that you're, you know, forcing, like not necessarily forcing, but you are, you know, really trying to get that surplus. And over time, your hunger does go down. I know for some people who have always kind of dieted and like, you know, maybe always been in that kind of restrictive mindset. That's a foreign concept, but you do, when you do push your body weight, uh, at some point you will start to see hunger become an issue and it's really hard to continue pushing your body weight. So uh, in these situations, you know, it's like, where do you go from here? And this is where we can implement a mini cut. Now, let me say this is a more of an advanced tactic. So this isn't for somebody who, you know, is new or again, we'll kind of go over when, when the right time is, but it is more of an advanced tool uh, and doesn't apply to 90% of people, right? I feel like there is a very select group of people that this is more useful for. Um, Because again, where it's, where it's misused is when people just like gain a bunch of, you know, maybe they're like in a build and it's been like three weeks and they're like, Oh, I want to go back to what I was doing. So then they mini cut. Right. And then you, you want to be careful with overdoing it. You can certainly overdo it. and so you want to be careful there because um, then you get in this kind of bad where one, I don't think it's great for your relationship with diet and exercise. Um, if you're kind of doing this like periods of time where you're gaining a ton of weight in a short period of time, and then you're trying to cut to, to make up for that, like 
that just goes back to what people typically do without them really realizing it, right? He's kind of been not necessarily binge restrict cycles, but cycles of not being on it and then restricting and then, you know, so on and so forth. So you want to be careful there uh, with that. The next, again, kind of misapplication of it is people using it as a way to like just stay really lean or like to maintain a really low body fat. Like you want to be careful with that. The goal isn't to get you down to like your lowest or leanest look um, with a mini cut. Um, Again, it's there to just give you a break from being in a surplus, increase your hunger, and then give you more runway to continue to gain more weight afterwards. Right. Uh, So you want to be careful with this isn't a tactic that you would use to where it's like, Oh, just want to cut for a couple weeks because you know, I, I just gained too much weight or whatever. Uh, I've talked a lot about building phases and how you want to, uh, you know, again, the, the goal there with them is for everything to be in a controlled way. And you want to see that weight gain slowly come up or, and, or, uh, stick closer to your, to your maintenance. Okay. So with that out of the way, when is the right time for a mini cut when bulking? So my first kind of like thing that we need to look at here is you've been building for at least 12 to 16 weeks, but preferably longer. Okay. So I would say that 12 to 16 weeks is a minimum. Okay. And why is that? Again, this goes back to, we don't want to misuse this and start to use this as like a kind of a crutch where it's like, oh, I can just kind of do whatever I want because I can do a mini cut. Again, you want to make sure that in your building phases, you get to the point to where and maybe you don't do this the very first time, but over time you want to get to the point to where it's like you you see your weight come up, but again, it's in a very like kind of controlled and in slower way. Again, it might take you a couple building phases to get to that point. Um, but the goal is is to get there at some point. Um, again, however long that takes for you. But but again, we just don't want to use this as like a thing that's like, oh, okay, I just can do whatever I want and then I can use as many cuts. So we want to make sure we're doing a, a building phase for at least 12 to 16 weeks before we even think about implementing a, a mini cut. Because again, if, if you do get to the point where you need it 12 to 16 weeks before your issue isn't, your issue is figuring out how to stay more disciplined during that period of time when you're, when you're gaining weight. Okay. Uh, so again, 12, at least 12 to 16 weeks, preferably longer uh, is, is when you'll, is when you'll utilize this. That's kind of my first thing there. If you if you check that off, okay, you could potentially take a mini cut. Next, your hunger is like super low. It's really hard for you to continue to get your calories in um, at that point. You're really struggling with that. This would be a great time to implement a calorie deficit, kind of ramp up those hunger uh, levels so that way you can continue to, to eat more, right? Because the issue that you run into is, you know, maybe you're running into some kind of issue, so it's like hard for you to continue to eat all this food, right? That's probably not going to be great for building more muscle, right? Um, if you're like forcing it down and uh, you just don't feel comfortable, um, gut health is, is off. Right. <clears throat> so, you know, we do, we do want to make sure that hunger, uh, hunger being low is another thing where it's like, okay, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll take a mini cut here. And again, you get in that deficit that ramps up your hunger. So then that way you can get back to, to eating more. And I do think there is something to like, if you've been in a deficit or a surplus for a long period of time, it's probably just good from a body standpoint to get out of that surplus for a little bit of time. So this is kind of a way to like kind of reset, resensitize everything. Um, insulin sensitivity now, things like that, right. That's another way you would, you'd kind of use this. So, uh, so that's the next thing. Hunger's low. And then, and then lastly, it's you're at a weight slash body fat percentage. That's, that's just too much for you. Um, so again, maybe you've been building for a while. Okay. You're at the point where, yeah, you've put on, pretty good amount of body fat you're like okay i need to kind of get some of this off now then again the mini cut is would would be a time for that but again you need to make sure that you have at least that 12 to 16 week threshold there that i'm talking about but i also kind of want to use this caveat of you need to be honest with yourself here 
AKA don't overreact just because you're five pounds up. That's probably not a time to like freak out and be like, Oh, I got to get in a mini cut. I, I need to lose all this weight. Or, um, again, just realize that you're not, when you're at the end of your fat loss phase or your leanness look like you're not going to feel the same um, as you do, like when you are building and trying to add some muscle. So you do need to be honest with yourself here a little bit. And this is where, again, having a coach can be super helpful to be like, Hey, you just got to keep going with this or, Hey, you know what? You do actually need a mini cut. So again, these are kind of the things where um, it's like on paper, we can tell you do a mini cut here, do it here. But you know, a lot of times we overreact to things um, overreact or underreact too. Right. Uh, So again, having a coach really helps you like stay on, on plan with that. So that can be super helpful here. So, so just to, to sum it up, a mini cut is a more advanced tool and is used for more room to gain weight after. So it's not for you if you want to look lean or stay lean. If, if that's the case, you want then you need to run a regular cut that isn't so drastic. Uh, so yeah, uh, so that's a mini cut. Um, so hopefully that was helpful there and figuring out when to do it. So next thing is thoughts on doing a deload week of just cardio, stairmaster, rower, and such. No weights. Uh, so I'm assuming this, you know, person is like, you know, trying to have a better body composition, um, build some muscle, lose some body fat. So what are my thoughts on that? So my first question would be, what, what's the reason for this, right? I'm not saying it's wrong, but I also think it's important to ask why, because maybe it's like you have some injuries or something, um, uh, or again, it would just be helpful to really kind of dive into that a little bit more like, okay, why, what, what's the reasoning behind this? Like, why do you want to do that? And then I think we can come up, then I can. I would be able to give you a a better answer here on that. So again, just like any time, and this is more of a learning experience for just when you ask questions, like a question like this, it's like, it's probably not either good or bad. It's like, okay, well, what, what are the reasons for it? So again, something like, well, maybe you just are really burnt out of weight training. It's like, okay, well then that might be the right choice for you. Or again, you have some sort of injury or maybe you don't have access to weights for that week. Like these are all things that, you know, we take into consideration and we would, we would figure out from there. Now, uh, what I'll say on this is the main goal of a deload is to lower fatigue overall. Okay. So anytime somebody asks me a deload question, it's always, I want you to think of it from that frame of mind of it's there to lower fatigue. So it should be their intensity should be lower. So if it's something that doesn't lower your fatigue, then you, you know, the answer, right. Um, you need, you know, cause again, it's like, should I drop reps? Should I drop weight? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I train less? It's like, Look, is it dropping? Is it lowering your training fatigue? If it is, then it's you're on the right track there. So what I'll say is if you replace your lifting with more cardio, I'm not 100% certain that you do that. So again, if you are if you do a certain amount of cardio, a certain amount of weight training, you take out your weight training and then you do more cardio, it's like, are you at that point adding in more cardio then you would be doing weights for that week. Um, or again, is it not dropping that, that fatigue overall? So again, if that's, if it's not, then I wouldn't do that. Now, if you're keeping your baseline cardio that you normally do, and you're just taking out weight training, then we're probably on the right track. That's something that we could theoretically do. I still would push clients to get at least two lifting sessions in during their deload. In most cases, again, times when I wouldn't, or if you don't have access to weights um, or you have some certain injuries that, you know, just really need to be healed. So, but typically, you know, somebody doesn't have an injury that is their full body. They usually can kind of like, okay, if you're late, something's, you know, you have an injury like in your legs, like you can still do upper body. Right. So uh, there's rarely, is there a case where somebody like needs a, to take their entire body off from, from training. Okay. So I still would push 
two lifting sessions though. Um, again, it doesn't have to be super intense. It could even just be body weight, but I do think doing some sort of resistance training during the old week is key. Now, the cool thing with this is it really, you know, if you're going to be staying active, like you are doing cardio and stuff like that, uh, that should, and, and that should be enough to maintain at least lower body muscle mass. Now, um, you know, the longer you do this, the more it's going to start to add up. So in, in research, they show that, you know, it takes about two weeks of not doing anything for people to start losing some, some muscle. So, and now obviously that's going to be dependent on what your calories are, what your sleep are, things like that too. But, um, you know, it takes about two weeks to start seeing that. So you shouldn't really see any, any issues from just one week of, of doing that, but I still would push you to, to try to weight train at least once or twice a week. Again, in that session though, it's going to be super light, not super light, but the intensity is going to be dropped, et cetera. If it's just to make sure you do something, then I would do the same amount of cardio you have been doing and keep your steps the same as well. Um, so that's kind of the, the summary of it. So uh, do I think it's ideal? No. But uh, again, I would want to dive a little bit deeper in terms of what the reason is for it. Um, and then, you know, again, do you have any, uh, and then from there would still try to push you to just make sure that whatever you do, it doesn't add like more volume overall to what you're doing. And then I would still push you to try to get at least two lifting sessions in this uh, scenario. All right. So last question of the day, cut calories through food, but struggling with sugary drink uh, in parentheses soda, any tips to help? Yeah. And you know, this is one of those things that you can cut, you can cut calories through food and that's certainly going to help, uh, you know, because again, your total calories are the most important uh, to help you get to that, that energy deficit, you know, everything you everything that your body takes in, you know, that's, that's energy and those, uh, and it's your body's going to do something with that energy you give it. So, um, uh, you know, if it's something where, uh, again, you cut calories out, obviously that's really going to help. Um, but again, if you're still drinking a good amount of your calories, that is going to make sticking to a deficit pretty challenging. So it, the reason they make it challenging is because, uh, sticking, they make sticking to a deficit challenging is they don't fill you up and they add calories. Okay. So, basically what's going on here is a couple of things. If you are cutting back on food, it's like, you're not going to be as full from food. Um, and food's what's really going to kind of fill you up and, and, and keep you feeling full. So, you know, you're, you're cutting back on that. So hunger is going to probably be up a little bit just from that. And then you're also on top of it, drinking, bringing in these calories that one aren't going to provide you any satiety whatsoever, um, potentially could increase your hunger. Um, and you're already going to have a little bit of an increased hunger because you're eating less overall. Um, and then you're gonna not you're not getting any like multi or not multivitamins, you're not getting any vitamins and, and minerals, uh, your micronutrients, which is gonna make you not feel as great as you kind of like diet down, right? So uh potentially, um, it just it just depends there uh, on what you're actually taking in and, and everything like that. But so so they definitely can be prop this can definitely be problematic if if this is you right. I would say that honestly this is going to be high on the priority list for you to, to get figured out if, if you're in this position, because you're really just going to make that weight loss process very, very challenging um, or fat loss process. So a few things here, one, keep them out of sight, um, either out of the house completely or areas you don't frequently access. Um, you know, I think that that's the best thing you can do. If you don't have it, you don't see it. It's going to be, um, you're going to be less likely to want to have this, uh, right? You have to kind of go out of your way to go and get it, which you can obviously still do, but you're still putting a barrier in between there rather than if it's just at home, it's going to be easy to just grab it and whatnot. So keep them out of sight. Um, replace sh with sugar-free options. So for example, try to switch to diet sodas. 
Um, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, those taste terrible. But I think part of it is, you know, and this is a very complex topic. So um, I'm just going to be scratching the surface here with it, maybe not even scratching the surface. But I think part of it is when you have this stuff regularly, it's, you know, you you do train your palate a little bit to, to that type of like, you know, very sugary, tasty type stuff like that. It's initially when you switch to like water or diet soda, it's like, yeah, that stuff's not going to taste as good. So it's like, oh, I just can't have it. But it's like, you, there's also a little bit of a, you have to learn how, how to do that. So this is going to take a little bit of a willpower and I'll cycle back to willpower. So, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I thought diet sodas are worse for you. But no, I mean, if you're trying to cut calories, you're trying to lose weight, like in, 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 incorporating diet sodas like this or zero calorie drinks can be beneficial. Now, again, you can't overdo it and you do want to be, you know, as with anything in moderation, but they can be a tool in the toolbox to help you um, stick with it because you still get that either caffeine or, um, you know, taste uh, with, with it. And, and and next is just drink more water. Like, again, I think it goes back to kind of training your palate to to accept, you know, let more like bland type stuff. I think um, if you're always kind of eating these, these uh, high palatable foods, drinks, like you're going to, that's what your palate comes to expect. So then it's like, when you do have something that doesn't have as much flavor, stuff like that, um, it is going to not taste as great at first. So I think really what it comes down to, there's really no good tips here on this. Uh, the, these can help, but at the end of the day, it's going to require a good amount of willpower and you just, you know, saying no. So again, I know that's way easier said than done, uh, but it could be weaning back on it as well too, where, you know, if you have three a day, maybe you start with dialing it back to two or one, try switching it out to diet soda and stuff like that. But I think a lot of it's going to come down to willpower and kind of reteaching your palate to, to accept less, um, palatable stuff, especially in, in forms of, of drinking. So I think a lot of it does come down to, you just, you have to, you have to, uh, display some, some willpower here. And again, that can be, um, easier said than done, uh, for sure. But, um, at, at the end of the day, you know, I think a lot of times with some advice, uh, I had a call with a client a couple of weeks ago, you know, he was kind of like, well, what are some like tips and tricks for you to, you know, get into the gym and things like that? I'm like, look, man, I think you're asking the wrong questions here. I think that you're looking for some like kind of hack, uh, here to, to get into the gym when at the end of the day, like you, you just, you just have to do it. Like there's just certain things that you just have to, you just have to make yourself do. You can't, you know, again, the things I talk about here can help set you up for that. But at the end of the day, you just have to kind of, you just have to go and do it. Um, again, I know that can be easier said than done, but, uh, you just, at some point you just have to do it and, and build, um, and that's how you build confidence and you, you get better and you, you know, build self-esteem with it by doing these things. So, um, Again, hopefully these help, but at the end of the day, you just you just have to display some willpower there, and um, you know, just just do it. So that's it for this. Uh, let me know if you have any questions on any of these topics from today, um, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.